All right, this is it. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 236 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Struggling a little bit with this one. I think I've done the the intro and 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 the beginning of this thing. This might be the fifth time. I don't know. I can't get I can't get it rolling. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, welcome back to another episode. I hope you guys are doing well wherever you are. Your little corner of the world. My corner's fine. Thanks for asking. I got another one of these late days today where I have to go in late. Well, I don't have to go in. They they allow me to go in late. And then work late. I have to work until 1.30 a.m. You know, the late, the late arrival, the late start is, is designed to be, you know, take the sting out of the work until 1.30. Doesn't really help all that much. I mean, I don't, it still, it still feels like I'm there for 14 straight hours. I don't know why, but uh, anyway, eh, enough of that nonsense. Hope you guys are doing well. Have a few things jotted down before we get started, though. Um, yesterday, I, I, as I as I record this, yesterday I uh, I posted a new uh, new update to the to the Surf Report website, the WVSR.com. and I, in it I share a photograph, or not a photograph, but a, a, a it, it's a cartoon version. Like I hired this guy through Fiverr to create a cartoon version of my head. Like I sent him a photograph of my face and I and, and he had good ratings. He had like a 4.9 out of 5. He had like 102 people had reviewed him. You know, 4.9 I think and it cost 10 bucks. It wasn't that much. It was relatively inexpensive. Well, it was inexpensive, right? And um, I chose this guy because he had 24-hour turnaround. Some of these people say, you know, we'll send it back to you in five days. Five days? That is an eternity. I can't wait five days. This is America. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I chose this guy. There were, there were several people on there that would do this kind of service. You ever, you ever use Fiverr? Oh, man. It's a cornucopia of, uh, of of nonsense. I mean, sometimes you get really good work out of there. In fact, I met producer Zip through Fiverr, and that's worked out great. And I've I've used I've I've hired people on there to do all kinds of stuff, mostly graphic work. You know, doing artwork and that kind of stuff for my website and stuff like that. And sometimes you get good results, and sometimes you don't. You know. Usually it doesn't cost very much. It used to be five dollars. Everything was five dollars. Hence the name Fiverr, right? But now that's all. That's all out the window. People charge anything. I mean, there's people on there charging like a thousand dollars and stuff. But you can still get inexpensive stuff. And um, and I, I hired this guy because I'm, I'm have this little side project, and the 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 result was 
unbelievably bad. You know, I got this thing back. I'm like, what? Who is that? That's not me. All right, so you can check it out, the WVSR.com. I, I put the photograph up there. I made it as large as I could. It's not a photograph, but you know what I'm saying. It's a, it, it's the, it, it's what he sent back. This is the cartoon version of my head or my face, I guess. Check it out, the WVSR.com. I'll link to it in the show notes. Also, at that, in that update, I talked about that woman. That female singer, that uh, lady singer from some band I never heard of in my life that just, like, called some guy up on stage, had him lay down on the stage, and she just, like, unloaded, like, five gallons of urine right in his face. (laughs) Just, like, pulled her pants down and just pissed in the guy's face. Have Have you seen this? Oh, it's the talk of the world. Everybody's talking about this. Uh, I'll link to that, too. So if you want to, if you're interested in seeing that abomination, like, how in the what? Who? Why? This guy's, like, reveling in it, too. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm making rock and roll history right here. You know? This woman's just like, just, I mean, she's, you talk about well hydrated. I mean, she offloaded a, an enormous amount of fluid right on this guy's face. <laughs> so anyway, you can check all that out, the WBSR.com. And um, it's quite, a, it, 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 it's an entertaining short little uh, update, I think. So anyway, um, I have a few things written down today that I wanted to, to discuss. Um, like, la- okay, last night I came home from work. I was hungry. I'm always hungry. I mean, that's not anything un- out of the ordinary constantly hungry you know i mean I, i'm a I'm, you know it takes a lot of fuel to keep this to keep this machine running you know you know it takes a lot so so i came home i was hungry i'm like what can i eat you know and I, and, I, and i started wondering what do people eat like late at night right before they go to bed you know what are they what are, what are most people what is a good midnight snack and i'd like to i'd like to get your feedback on that what is a good Midnight snack, and and if you if you shame me with I I like you know some cut up fruit I I like a small yogurt a small container of of Greek yogurt with maybe some sprinkles on top of it uh, some granola don't don't shame me with that shit you know this is real life all right this is like you know anyway <laughs> I mean I guess if you if that's what you really and truly eat as a midnight snack. That's your business, but eh, mine's not going to be along those lines. Anyway, um, so my favorites, if there is any available, it's not always not always available, but but had two slices of toast with apple butter on it. Yeah, apple butter is a. Uh, I've always liked that all my life. I don't. know. I think my grandmother used to serve that stuff up. I always liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was a tasty, tasty treat. You know. And I don't know, I don't think people, you don't hear too many people talking about apple butter. <laughs> I think that's like maybe some like old lady thing. I don't know, I could be wrong. But I've always liked it. And if you go to these like, uh, like you know, like farmer's markets and that kind of stuff, they off, there's people there usually selling like homemade apple butter and stuff. Oh, it's delicious. So I had two slices of toast with some apple butter on it. Ah, oh, it hit the spot. It was perfect, you know. Another midnight snack that I enjoy is uh, is uh, a bowl, big bowl of cornflakes or Rice Krispies. I like the simple cereals. I don't like the big sugary, you know, multicolored anything with any kind of those uh, 
those so-called marshmallows that are like pencil erasers. Yeah, I don't like that. I just like the I just like the normal, just straight up, the same kind of cereal that people used to eat in the 1800s. That's the kind of stuff I like, you know. I like cornflakes. That's my, you know, I can go to the, I go to the store and I buy this giant I mean, like a huge box. <laughs> it costs like, I don't know, five bucks or something. And that thing, you know, that serves me well. And you put maybe you cut up some bananas in the thing. Oh, it's good. It's a good midnight snack. A big bowl of corn, just regular cornflakes. I like, uh, I also like, although this is more along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, uh, the kitty, the, the, the color, multicolored uh kitty cereals but i like the captain crunch like i like the simple i think that's pretty simple right captain crunch you know what i don't like i don't like frosted flakes all that much it's too much too much sugar i don't i don't really i just like the i just like corn flakes rice krispies maybe like honey nut cheerios i like captain crunch or cap'n as it's spelled cap'n crunch you know and that's what that goes well as a midnight snack. You know what? My favorite, one of my favorites, and this when this ever happens, and this is like woohoo. That's what I do in the kitchen. I'm like woohoo. Is a cold pizza just right out of the fridge, just a slice or two of cold pizza, right out of the fridge, leftover pizza, right out of the fridge. Oh man, that's perfect. And you know what else I also have sometimes, which um, this is probably uh, controversial, is a uh, you know salad, just a bowl, just like garden salad. With uh, if there's some of that in there, that uh, that hits a spot too. I know most people. I've always liked that, so whatever. So those are my favorite midnight snacks. I don't think we have. We, we do have a little bit of apple butter left. We don't have any of those those gigantic. Uh, that Mondo box of uh, of cornflakes. We don't have any of that, and um, I don't. We don't have any pizza, and um, we don't have any salad. <sighs> so I don't know. But anyway, so I'd like to get your 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 feedback on that. If you want to call the hotline or whatever, whatever you want to do. If you want to put it in the comments, whatever you know. We have that fancy new Surf Report Pod website with the with the uh, with the comments. Nobody does it. Nobody comments. Producer Zip said, "Ah, nobody's going to do that. That's nuts. <laughs> you're you're pissing in the wind or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's an exact quote, but because people don't listen to the podcast sitting in front of a computer, they listen to it through their in their car. They're not somewhere where they can write comments. I'm like, I guess you're right. I didn't even think of it that way. But anyway, if you want to put it in the pot in, in the pot uh, surf report pod." comments please do well, i'd like to know what your favorite midnight snacks are and on a related note on a semi-related note what's your opinion of milk <laughs> what do you what are you what are your thoughts on milk i mean i like it i don't drink a whole lot of it i put it on cereal obviously and um sometimes when i come home from work and i'm you know parched it's some for some reason just a cold I'm not talking about a full tumbler of milk. I'm talking about we have these little short little glasses. I guess they're made for juice, you know. Fill one of those things up. It's like a small little glass. That thing, that thing 
does the trick, you know, just a glass of ice cold, just regular milk. I think it's like 1%, 2%, I don't know. And it's uh, that hits the spot, but I, I don't drink a whole lot of it. But when you think about it, that is disgusting. Milk, like the secretions, the, the cold, the chilled secretions of a bovine. <laughs> You're just drinking like bodily fluids of some cattle, some, some kind of head, like, like livestock, like a head of livestock. Just the, the, bodily, the bodily fluids. Of a, oh, God. I mean, that's disgusting when you think about it. But, man, it's tasty sometimes. It cuts, cuts through that, uh, that thirst. Ain't nothing like a good old, good old frosty glass of uh, bovine secretions. You know what I'm saying? So everybody says, my, my father said it and my grandfather before him. All right. Anyway, what's your thoughts on milk? I like it. I don't drink a whole lot of it. You know, Tony's brother... <laughs> this just popped into my head. He he, like he he's like a, he's like fifty or something, you know. And he like everywhere we go, like I haven't been around him a whole lot because he lives out in uh, Nevada, or as people some people say Nevada. Those people are wrong, but they do say it. And um, anyway, Nevada, he lives out there, so we're not we're not around him a whole lot. But um, like we'll go out somewhere to a bar somewhere, or, or like a like a Mexican restaurant or whatever. Anywhere we go, he'll order and a large milk. He'll, like he orders like a, you know, like we'll go to a bar and he'll he'll say, um, yeah, give me a tequila sunrise and a large milk, <laughs> like. Everywhere he goes, he gets a, a, like a large tumbler of milk. I find that to be bizarre. But anyway, I don't. I don't. I, you know, I drink it every once in a while. And like I say, when I come home from work, it hits the spot. It's it like really cuts through the thirst. Some people, some people, some, or some things don't quench thirst, and um, some do. You know, and uh, one of the, you know what another thing that really quenches your thirst, obviously water. But you know another non-water. Is Fresca. <laughs> I like all, everything I like is like little old lady stuff. I love Fresca. I love apple butter. <laughs> Good lord. Anyway, all right. Uh, moving on. Give me, give me your thoughts on on milk too. It's, an, it's I'm, I'm I'm curious to know what you think. Um, let's see. I was going to talk about. I was I saw something the other day. I think it was on. Um, it might have been on Reddit or somebody. Somebody was asking about your childhood bike or something, the bike you had when you were a kid. And I started thinking about it. You know, when I was a young kid, I wanted to talk about bicycles and some adventures I had on bicycles. Not Nothing too exciting, but, like, when I when I was a young kid, I had a five-speed bike. I don't know what brand it was. I have a feeling it wasn't Schwinn or one of the big names. It could have been something like a Huffy or something like that. I don't remember. It was a five-speed, just a regular... You know, had probably had a banana seat. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, and I rode that shit. I rode that shit into the ground. I rode it all over town and um, got into all kinds of you know adventures with this thing. I, and um, all of us had similar bicycles, and we all just rode around in packs and got into all kinds of got in all kinds of nonsense. We used to. I remember my friend Mike and I. We used to go. Over to, and, and, and you guys don't know, most of you don't know, but we used to go 
to to this uh, Baskin Robbins, which was over in South Charleston. And uh, we'd have to go South Charleston, which is on the other side of the river and down quite a ways, right? I mean, this is a distance. I don't know the exact, but it's, it's, it's not close, right? And we used to go across the Dunbar Toll Bridge and then up Route 60, this great distance, it's like a real high, I mean, all kinds of traffic, you know. It's a high, highly trafficked road. To go up there, to go to that 30 wonderful flavors, you know, we go up there and we get one of those, you know, we get like a like a cone or whatever. And it, I mean, it was like miles and miles. I don't think my parents knew, I don't think our parents knew that we were going to cross the toll bridge going over into a neighboring town on the other side of the river. I don't think they knew that what we were doing. This is when we were kind of young. And um, we'd, drive, we'd ride our bikes all the way down there just to get uh, Baskin-Robbins ice cream. <laughs> and now when I go to the rare occasion, I have Baskin-Robbins. Like, this stuff's not very good, <laughs> you know? It's like hard. I don't know. It's not, you know, it's all right. But I'm like, back in those, back in those days, we are like, hell yeah. We're going to ride over there, get some Baskin-Robbins. Hail to the yes, you know. Risk our lives, like tractor trailers, you know, going by the mirror. Misses your the back of your head by like a quarter of an inch, you know. Just to get like a, just like a, like a, you know, a sugar cone with the whatever, a slice, you know. It's not a slice. God. Like a like a scoop of uh, whatever you know, that thirty wonderful flavors. They had lots to choose from. I used to be addicted to that um, chocolate chip, you know. Anyway, <sighs> used to do that on our bicycles. Um, there were we used to do all kinds of. I mean, there was this trail behind uh, Pierpont Elementary. You know what I'm saying? Over behind the uh, the little league field. And there was it was like a it was a trail that kids used to ride their bike down, and it was I mean it was like I mean my memory of it is it was literally straight down, <laughs> like there was no, you know it was just literally like ninety degrees I guess what is it ninety yeah no, it just straight down there's like there was like it was not uh, level at all it was like you went over the edge and just went straight down you know and it was just it was just dirt you know into the woods you'd go deep into the woods they i mean when you hit the bottom of that thing i mean you were traveling at a high rate we used to do that shit it was insane it's crazy and we used to ride i mean we used to do all kinds of stupid shit we used to like set up like ramps and jump over you know i mean all kinds of insanity right and um we also another thing that we used to do me and mike again uh there was this laundromat in the middle of town and um it was hot in there all the time because they had dryers and shit. There was no air conditioning. I don't think there was any AC in this place. So they always had the front door propped open and the back door propped open. The back door faced the alley, you know. So we used to go over there and we'd just like um, just ride our bikes right through the, right, <laughs> right through the laundromat, you know. And the woman that was running the thing, she'd be like, oh, she like losing her mind, yelling at us, stop that, don't ever come in here again. And we used to do this. So, so we'd ride straight in the front door, 
maneuver around the washing machines and the dryers and stuff and the folding tables and all that stuff. And uh, right out the back door. And the woman would be waving her arms and jumping up and down. Oh, yeah, never failed to make us uh, make us happy. <laughs> Woman's like, never come in here again. What are you people? You know, eh, all right. we used to do that. And then when I was older, when I got a little bit older, like high school age, I had a paper out. I was making good money. I mean, I was making good money. I had money all the time. I had that paper out for years and years until I was like a senior in high school, maybe like a junior in high school. I think when I was a junior in high school, I got that toll bridge job. But I had this thing deep into high school. And I always had money in my pocket because I was, you know, I had, I had a paper out, had over 100 customers. I was, shit, I was like living large. So I bought this bicycle. I, I saved up money. And I bought this bicycle from, it was a Schwinn Traveler, 10-speed bicycle. I don't know how old it was. Maybe junior high, late junior high, somewhere in that era. And it cost over $100, which back then was like, it seemed like an enormous sum. Everybody's like, are you serious? Are you sure? Do you want to do this? You know? And um, so I bought this Schwinn Traveler. It was red. Oh, it was a thing of beauty, you know? I bought it from this place called John Cyclery, which is in St. Albans. Still there, still open. When I was seeing, when I was down there visiting my parents recently, we went by it. I was like, "Holy shit, that place is still open!" Same sign and everything. John's Cyclery, right? That's where I bought it. That thing was a thing of beauty, right? I was like so proud of this thing. Okay, my first day, the first day I had it, I was out. Uh, you know, riding. I was riding down. I uh, went down Dunbar Avenue. Went across the railroad crossing, down there on Twenty Third Street. You know, are you with me? <laughs> and I came down the other side of the railroad crossing. The crossing is elevated, so you have to go up one side, cross the tracks, down the other side. Right. I was coming down that, uh, coming down the Twenty Third Street crossing, and. I don't know. I I don't know what happened, but I had to hit the brakes, and I wasn't used to the brakes, the hand brakes, you know, the the handlebar brakes, and I and I and I hit the brakes too hard, I guess, and the thing just locked up. I mean, I I wasn't used to the brakes yet, so the thing just literally just locked up, and I went sailing over the the handlebars. This is the this is like within hours of me bringing this thing home, right? And I was I was so proud of it. All. I mean, my grandparents came over and looked at it, and they're, you know, I mean, this is like a big deal. I spent over a hundred dollars, which is crazy. It was like I bought a Mercedes Benz, right? This is like the day, like maybe hour hour and a half after I brought this thing home, I crashed it. I went sailing over the over the handlebars. Crashed the bicycle, screwed up the tape. There was like, it's it was that, I don't know how you describe the handlebars, kind of, you know, swirls underneath, you know what I mean? You know, those 10 speeds used to be where it like curls underneath and it's covered in tape. So the tape was all jacked up. So the thing was all messed up, like on the very first day, like within hours of me bringing her home. <laughs> And um, it was like that the rest of the time. I never got it fixed. It was like the thing was all messed up for forever. I mean, I loved the bike, and I, I rode the hell out of it. But I jacked up the tape on, on the handlebars within you know within the hour. I 
uh, my knees were all scraped up or elbow. I was like all jacked up too, you know. But I was more upset about the, uh, the my brand new bicycle. Uh, anyway, I was like, wonder, wonder what happened to that thing. I mean, it's one of those things in life. Like, where did that bicycle go? I mean, I have no recollection. I rode that thing all over, you know. That thing was like, and I don't even know. I don't know what happened to it. I have no idea. Anyway, you know, I, I spent a lot of time on bicycles. I don't think, you know, I don't think kids do that anymore. They put helmets on, elbow pads, knee pads. Their parents won't let them go, you know. Everything's protected. We rode all over. We rode across, the, like I said, across the toll bridge. We were, we were over in neighboring, you know, we were... Uh, traveling miles and miles to get one scoop of of mediocre uh, 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 ice cream at the Baskin and the Robins. I mean, both of them, both of them were represented in their sign and the name of the store. Both Baskin and... Uh, anyway, I thought I'd talk about that. And finally, I'm going to bring back a new... Or I'm gonna, it's not new. I'm going to bring back an old favorite... Right here. Jeff K's Whistle Dick of the Week. All right. That's right. Uh, We need to start, you know, we need to start revisit this. Although it turned into the entire, every episode is, is just me bitching about stuff. This one, all right. So earlier today, all right, here we go. Earlier today, I was uh, looking at Instagram, and I follow, you know, Instagram, I didn't know anything. I didn't really understand how that shit worked for years. I had Twitter, and I have Facebook, and I never really enjoyed either one of them, to tell you the truth. I mean, I look at them, but there's so much stuff on there that just irritates the shit out of me, you know, especially Facebook. Well, I, I don't know. Twitter sucks, too. I use Twitter for baseball news. That's basically what I use it for. Facebook, eh. Well documented. I've bitched about that for years, but um, so I, Instagram, I, I, I held off. Like I don't, I don't need another social media. You know, like this TikTok. I've never been on that. I don't even know what it is. Don't have any interest in it. But um, I was the same way with Instagram. Then finally, I, I joined it, and I find that Instagram is the best of them all, as far as I'm concerned. But one of the things I did that was different when I started Instagram, I had already made mistakes, right? I made a lot of mistakes with Twitter and Facebook, and I corrected those mistakes with Instagram, right? So I only follow, I do follow some human beings that I know in real life. I do follow a few people, but mostly it's uh, bands and uh, like hotels that we've stayed at, like resorts we've been to, like bars that we've visited, uh, kinds of you know brand breweries and uh, like all kinds of rock stuff and um, you know just so it's not like people. It's no, it's not so much people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, and I follow like uh, you can follow hashtags on there, which is great. In fact, I, I follow this hashtag Dunbar, West Virginia, just Dunbar WV. And um, so if anybody posts anything and they and they include the hashtag Dunbar, West Virginia, it shows up in my feed. And there's somebody on there. I don't know what the story is with this. It's like 
pictures of some woman's giant ass, you know. Well, it's not giant, but well. And it, but it's in like, she's wearing like underwear. It's like lingerie. And it says Dunbar, West Virginia. It's like some woman, it's always like her ass, like pressed up, you know. It's just like a, it's like, what is this? What the hell is this? And it's like Dunbar, it says Dunbar, West Virginia. Every time it's some woman's ass wearing underwear, you know. I don't know. Very strange. It's not really what I had in mind when I followed that hashtag. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so I, I I don't follow like so I don't get pictures of people's kids and you know their vacations and stuff. I mean I do follow a few folks, but you know I I that's a I keep that to a minimum. So I like that the best. Instagram's my favorite, right? So I was like I follow Julian Lennon on there, John Lennon's son, you know. And I was looking at he he was on there and it had a picture of him and some woman. I was like, is he married? Did he ever get married? You know, like I don't know anything about this guy. So I did a search for, I did a Google search for is Julian Lennon married? Right. So there's this conversation on this some kind of bullshit website called Quora or Cora or something, and that was the question. It said, is John Lennon or Julian Lennon, what is, is Julian Lennon married? Right. The very first answer was, why do you require Julia Lennon to be married? You know, some people decide that they don't want to get married. You know, like, shut the fuck. Shut your ass. You know, I hate people like that. It's like, all I want to know is, did he ever get married? I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious. I don't give a shit if he is or not. It doesn't matter. I'm just curious to know the answer to that question because I don't know. And all I wanted to know was, is Julian Lennon married, right? Not that I'm judging him in any way. I don't care. I couldn't, what do I care? What, what does it matter to me? I'm just curious to know the answer to that question. Why do you require, why do you think that everybody has to be married? You know, a corrector. There's, everybody loves to go on the internet especially, but there, it happens in real life too. Um, they, they, they just like they're on high alert for an opportunity to correct and show everybody how perfect and wonderful and evolved they are and how, how, how much much of a deeper thinker than everybody else, right? It's like, is Julian Lennon married? Well, why do you require? Shut it. You know, just shut your hole and just, just knock it off with that. You know, God, it irritates me so much. So you internet correctors, you real life correctors, you, you are the undisputed whistle dick of the week. All right. We're at the end of this thing. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to be back next week or no, no, later in the week or later. God, I botched that shit, didn't I? I'm going to be back later over on the Patreon side. If you want to hear that episode, you can do that by going over to patreon.com. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll gain access to an extra episode every week. Uh, did you hear what I said? Every week, not every once in a while, not every month. That's for suckers. Every week, you get an extra episode of this podcast, full length. So if you're interested in doubling down, supersizing your surf report uh, experience, you can do that today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K and head over to that surf report pod website. 
That's where I'm going to put a link to yesterday's surf report update and that picture from Fiverr. Oh, man, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Good Lord. So that'll be there and some other stuff. I don't know. And um, But it, it's pretty good, I think. So I think you'll enjoy it. Surfreportpod.com. And if you want to follow my uh, exploits over on the $10 scratch-off project, I'm in a, the cold. I'm, I, I think I'm in 13 weeks. In the last 13 weeks, I buy one $10 scratch-off ticket a week. And I'm doing it for 52 weeks, and we'll see where I stand. We're getting near the end of this thing, and um, I'm in I, the last 13 weeks. I've won 10 bucks, <sighs> so that I won. I had one $10 winner and 12 losers in the last 13 weeks. You can get all the details, how much you know, what the numbers are. It's it's not good, my friends. Not good at all. But if you're interested in checking it out, the WVSR.com slash scratch off is the place to be, place to go. <laughs> All right, we're at the end of this thing. I'll see you soon over on the um, next time. It'll be over on Patreon, like I said. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye.